Final half hour here of Tiger Tailgate. Herb Tyler, Sam Spiegelman from TigerDetails.com alongside, and I'm Christian Garrick, and Herb was showing some of that 4-3-40 speed. Went downstairs real quick during the break. It was back up here just in time, man. You can still roll. 4-3-2. It's, so it's a 4-2-3? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what is that, that electronic or is that uh... – No, no, that's snail time. But, um... <laughs> okay. Well, just look, I'll be honest with you. you Double would, win eight. You would need a uh, You would need a sundial to time me in the 40, so <laughs> – I, I don't know where to pick one of those up. Um, <laughs> Sam, would you have any thoughts? I'm at Home Depot. We're plugging all these all these other places, so why not give <laughs> Home Depot some love? You know? If you can't tell, we're having some fun here on Tiger Tailgate. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Michigan, number four, falling to number 10, Ohio State yes. earlier today. Right now in the Iron Bowl, Alabama, slim lead with uh, eight seconds to go in the first half. They, they, they lead 17-14. to 14 over Auburn. This is a game, Sam, that uh, is going well for Auburn. Yeah, I think uh, what we just said off the air was this is the best Auburn team you're going to get to keep it within three against Alabama. I mean, like we said last week, 10-10 at halftime, Alabama in the Citadel. But the, Auburn has more talent than that, obviously, and this is an arch rival, so they're up for this game. And yep. which coach is going to get their team more fired up for the second half or who's going to make those those halftime adjustments and – if, if Auburn were to pull this upset, that would just cause chaos with the college football yes, playoff picture. Yes, it would. That would mean that potentially at least two top four teams would fall on the same weekend. Unheard of at this point in the season. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I get an update here on Nickel State, 28-10 to 10 over San Diego. There's the, the Colonels are starting to flex their muscle in an FCS playoff game. And we talked about that, final, that, that selection committee, the, the, the top four in general. Could you see a two-loss team? LSU making it in, in, in the top four? I could. I think um, I think a lot of dominoes have to fall the right way. Um, but you see a couple of those dominoes starting. I mean, right. I think Alabama winning out is the smartest, the, the best case scenario for LSU because all of a sudden even Alabama could, could lose this week and then beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, and then their resume looks stronger than LSU's. Uh, Michigan falling out, that, that's a great sign. Um, you have to watch out though for Ohio State on on their heels, possibly making a, a leap with a win over Michigan, the number four team in the country. Oklahoma hanging on was tough, um, but I don't think I don't think anyone expected LSU to be a college football playoff team. So to yeah. to, to be but, knocking on the door is a is it inc- that's what Coach O wants, but right? Th- that's the best thing about college football though is anyone can be there at the end of the day. If you have a decent, solid season, yeah, I th- I think I think about it from following what Coach O has laid out. No one is going to completely change the course of a program in, in in their second year. That's Nick Nick Saban can, sure, Urban Meyer can. I don't know if we're putting Coach O on that same pedestal, but if you went from a you know a team that lost in the Citrus Bowl to a team that finished fifth or sixth in the country and played in the Sugar Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, and New York Six Bowl. With ten or eleven wins on the season, I think the next great. year, the next year you have people instead of saying you're going to be five hundred and you're going to fire right. the coach, right? You have a coach that could possibly be coming off a, a eleven win season, a Sugar Bowl or Fiesta Bowl victory, mm-hmm. could win the coach of the year in the SEC or nationally, and now they're being talked about in the national championship game picture heading into twenty nineteen. Yep, yep, I agree, and I love it, man. I'm all about that. That's that's and that's why you play the game. That's why you coach the game. And I think that's why they got Coach O. Hey, uh, this show's entertaining, but Jimmy Smith right now in our group text is, is pretty entertaining. You might want to take a look at it, Herb. I, I saw it. He's 
He's trying to he's trying to rag me on my you know on, on my four three two. There's the latest one too. He's got another one in there. Too. I, so I know. Check that one oh, that's okay. fine. He, he knows one thing. He can meet me at the corner of four hundred porches, <laughs> and we can make something happen going south, baby. If you want to do it, let's do it. I'm ready for you whenever you're ready, Jimmy. Sam, you saw John Emery, Destrans running back last night. Uh, just just committed recently. Yeah, now you're seeing it. Just committed recently to uh, LSU. Sam's kind of Sam, you turn around. Come on, Jimmy. Come on. I don't. I don't. I'm not, I mean, Jimmy cracks me up, but he's got a he's got a twisted sense of humor. Yes, he <laughs> he's does. A, he's, a, he's a sick. He's you a see sick the thing girl. about Actually, Jimmy? Again, the, one of the reasons why I love him because I'm it, twisted like that as well. Here's the thing: I'm not going to mention what he. With he text, right. but I will say he wanted to be that guy. I got oh <laughs> so, oh okay. All right, so John Emery though, Destran running back, recently committed to LSU. Um, we, we just see out of him. He went nuts last night. Two hundred and fifteen yards, four touchdowns, ten point two yards per carry. Um, I mentioned That's to crazy. This, I mentioned this off the air. It was a three zero game um, at halftime. John Emery turned it to a different gear, and you know he does so many different things well. I mean, he's obviously. He's the number two or three back in the country on rivals. And in due time, I think he's number one or number two with a fifth star next to his name. Does it's, he? It's, it's starting to bring back shades of how Leonard Fournette can take over a game on, in a flash. So with that being said, does he walk on the LSU's campus during the, 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 the you know summer of next year and be anointed the starting running back position? I don't think. Coach O anoints anyone a starting position. You see a couple of five stars in Terrace Marshall, Jamar Chase, and they're starters, but no one said you're the number one receiver because you were ranked highly in high school. Coach O is going to make a, make is going to open the competition as he does for every position. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if Mr. Emery does not carve out the starting role or the number two role or have just some sort of role in that offense where he's making a big play every single Saturday. the The patience he shows before. Um, before he passes the line of scrimmage, his ability to change direction two or three times and make every defender on that field miss, yep. they are all zeroing in on John. I heard the halftime speech from the Terrebonne coach. It was take Emery out. Make Not them make happen. them beat you through the air. Yeah. And no, and he carried six and seven guys on his back. He he ra- raced around them. He ran over them. He carried them. And once he got his full his full 4-3 speed in, in, in motion, there's not a person that could bring him down or Sam, keep pace with him. Sam, Right now for LSU, they're looking for guys that obviously can play. But how much of this is a bit of a mantra for, for LSU on a recruiting trail? Come help get LSU back to the idea that you, you can beat Alabama or are close to that level. They're gonna Because you're going to need a couple of these guys in the state that Alabama's trying to poach. You're going to need them to stay in the state in order to be on that level. But how much of that – was that a factor for John Emery? I don't know if, if it was for John Emery, but I know – I know that for most of the kids that are committed or LSU is trying to get, it starts with stay home and play for your team, have st- have pride yep. in your state, and be a part of the team that beats Alabama and wins national championships for your state. He is he is channeling their 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 pride from being from Louisiana. I I know that time after time he talks Ishmael Sopcher talks about that. Mm-hmm. Devontae Lee talks about that. Derek Stingley Jr. talks about that. They Cardell Thomas talks about that. This is the team. This is these are the players that you need to win on the recruiting trail to transform the talent level of LSU. A lot of them have bought in, and I would not be surprised if Devontae Lee and Ishmael Sopcher bought in. You know, for John Emery, I think it was more about staying close to home. He comes from a nice Cajun family. Um, his mom is, is such a great woman that I've gotten to know covering John the last three years. 
loves LSU, loves loves the Saints. She loves being. She has a lot of pride. You know, on his first visit to LSU for a game, she came up to me and said, "How does John stay home?" <laughs> she was so enamored with with Coach O was doing at the program and how much they prioritized Mr. Emery. And it's all um, about the moms. Let's be clear. All right, it's when you're recruiting a, a kid, it's all about got to get mom on board first. Absolutely, and, yeah. and LSU has done that uh, with all, all the, the relationships, and and I could speak definitely highly on Mickey Joseph the way he recruits parents as much as he does the kids. But this whole staff that does that, Corey Raymond, yeah. across across the country is is close with with dads, and he updates them on what they're doing for game planning, so they're they're in tune with it. It's it's such a this is such a good staff of recruiters. I don't know if they get as much attention because Coach O is such an excellent recruiter as a head coach, but the staff has really kind of developed behind him, and they are so family first. Talk to the mom, dad, the coach, the brother, the sister, and then the kid as well. Sam Spiegelman, TigerDetails.com, at Sam Spiegs on Twitter. We're wrapping up Tiger Tailgate next with our picks and also one more trip around the college football scoreboard here on Rivalry yes, Weekend here, right here on WWL. All right, winding down here on Tiger Tailgating, taking a trip around the college football scoreboard, the final one of the day of the regular season. Number 10, Ohio State takes down number 4, Michigan, 62-39. to Number 5, Georgia handles Georgia Tech, 45-21. These are all finals. Florida beats Florida State. 41 to 14. Syracuse on top of Boston College, 42 to 21. Right now, currently at halftime, number one Alabama on top of Auburn by a slim three points, 17 to 14 at halftime. And uh, Sam Spiegelman's alma mater, Maryland down 14 points at halftime to number 12 Penn State. Northwestern at 19, taking care of business against Illinois, 24 to six. That one's also in the third quarter. Now at halftime. Between number 24, Pittsburgh, and the U, Miami, the Hurricanes are up 10-0 over Pittsburgh at halftime. And, of course, games to come coming up tonight. South Carolina taking on number two, Clemson. Number 15, Kentucky hosting are going on the road to Louisville, taking on the Cardinals. Of course, Bobby Petrino run out of town on his second stint in Louisville. And this is probably a basketball rivalry more than it is football. But right now, Kentucky, the Wildcats, um, having a better football program quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Kansas State taking on Ohio, uh, Iowa State at 6 p.m. LSU, Texas A&M at 6.30. Notre Dame, number three, Fighting Irish on the road against USC. And that's one that LSU fans are going to be paying close attention to and also a little later on tonight. BYU on the road against number 17, Utah. And then Utah State at 21. They're taking on Boise State at 23 later on tonight as well. And then finally, Mississippi State right now, they took care of business earlier in the week. Yeah. Thirty-five to three against Ole Miss, and uh, thirty-five to ten now. Nickel State leading San Diego, pretty strong for the Colonels in the oh, FCS yeah. playoffs. And if you missed it earlier, Tulane became bowl eligible for the first time since 2015, dispatching Navy 29 to 28. Coach Willie Fritz and a Tulane Green Wave big win for that program. And uh, Sam, we're getting back to LSU and and Texas A&M tonight. And um, your picks finally. What, what, do you, what do you think? I think it's going to be a close game, and uh, obviously we said A&M is favored, and there's good reason to be. It's going to be a, a, a very live crowd. Um, they, they're fantastic run defense, and the, besides the Rice game, ex- excluding that, that, 60, that 60 minutes, LSU's offense has been stagnant the last couple of weeks, kind of haven't, haven't eclipsed 30 in, in, since that Georgia game, and they've kind of lacked their mojo since that Georgia game. And, yes. and they, were, they, they, they played such a – you know, a bulletproof game against Georgia. You thought that this was a team that was only catapult. only, only yeah. going to go up, and it's been it's been the converse. I don't have a lot of confidence in going on the road with the way their offense has played of late. 
I think that A&M I, – I, here's another thing. I was, I was saying this earlier. Everyone's kind of penciling in 10 wins with a chance for 11 and a, and a New Year's Day bowl game. And I think when, when you start assuming and just automatically locking in 10 wins, going on to 11 and talking about all this, sometimes you can look a little bit too forward. I don't, I don't think that this LSU team is looking forward, but it does start to get you your mind racing a little bit. I think this could be a little bit of a trap for LSU. Um, I, I think it's going to be a close game. I could very easily see LSU winning because of Cole Tracy. Um, but right now I think that A&M might pull this one off at home 28-7. to 7. Twenty-eight wow. to twenty-seven. Excuse me. Just getting to this one. Cliff Kingsbury has been fired in Texas Tech. They lost to Baylor today, thirty-five twenty-four. That's a little bit surprising. That's hey, that's the guy we might want to go and see if we can get him to come and be offensive coordinator. Yeah, um, can, let me not say that. Anyway, no, but um, I mean, look, he produced Pat Mahomes. Right? Absolutely, yeah. No, he, he's the guy knows offense. That's he, for sure. He knows offense. That's for sure. He had no. a short cup of coffee with uh, with the Saints at one point. Yeah, he did. Not not long at all. He, no. didn't, he didn't need to. Recruited um, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he did. He did, did. That's right. He did. Um, but they finished the season losing five straight, so that's what. That's not did, good. Did him well. In. Once again, there's no defense. So, but anyway, I do agree with you on this game tonight being a trap game uh, for LSU, um, and I do think people are looking forward to them winning ten games and possibly eleven. Um, the biggest difference, though, that I see is this: is this game is a little bit more than um, than just a football game for both coaches. I think this is something that's very personal um, because the two the two coaches were on the same ride to to be coaches at LSU. And I think that's going to make a difference. And I think Coach O is going to want to prove a point here tonight. And I also think Jimbo is going to want to prove a point. Now, the problem is, can we score points? And that's something that we all think that's going to be a little difficult for us being that we haven't, you know, produced as we did in in the Georgia game since then. So um, I, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, but I also think that LSU will come out on top, baby. Of course. Of I course think it's going to be a – and we're going to cover. We're going we're to we're cover and more, okay? Well, it's if they're coming be, out on top, they're definitely covering. They're, well, I know they're, that. They're dogs I, right now. Well, not, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, they're going to win. You understand how point spreads work. Not really. But <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't uh, take any bribes during school, okay? Thank you very much. <laughs> LSU is going to win 17 to 10, baby. Oh. And that's what I see going into Kyle Field and taking that game and that win. Because we really need that. This is something that can really catapult the, the the program. I think you get that 10th win in, I think, almost, what, four or five years um, that we haven't had 10 win season. And then I think it's going to really produce – I'm like you. I don't really want to go into the college playoff system or, 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 or series. I'd rather go to a, a January 6th bowl or something like that. And, and win if we can win against a top tier team, um, and you have that eleventh win, I think that boasts really well for recruiting. I think going into the the, the playoff series, I think that's what do you want to go back and play Alabama again in a playoff series? I don't, I don't know if that's something we want to do. No, you know what I'm saying. So because um, we're not quite ready for that challenge yet. So, but if we can play someone else that's a a top tier school as well. Um, in that the January 6th bowl game, and we can come out on top and win that, I think that's going to boast really well for recruiting. Pick against the Tigers, you immediately get insulted on the text line at 870 That's how that, this works, Sam, just so you know. Yep. They said that you guys are idiots. That one from 4637, I just wrote back, thanks, I've been called much worse. My prediction Same. finally for LSU and Texas A&M, I'm leading. And this is why LSU is going to win the game, because if I pick against LSU, they win. So uh, Same. I'm, I'm picking I'm picking Texas A&M. Oh, yes, we're going to win. We're going to win today. I just, don't like, I just don't like the matchups um, across the board. Yeah, I know. Uh, an, offense, an offense for LSU that 
just doesn't look right. I don't think they get right necessarily against an Aggies team tonight. So I'm going with Texas A&M. Sam's going with Texas A&M. Before we push out of here, I want to thank David Potter back at Master Control and also our executive producer and program director, Diane Newman. Sam Spiegelman, at Sam Spiegelman, or at Sam Spiegs on Twitter. Check him out, TigerDetails.com. Thanks for coming in once again, man. Thanks, Appreciate Sam. it. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, Herb sir. Tyler, Christian Garrick, Semper Fi. I'm out. Herb, do you think, man? Go Tigers!